depart with you on a cross-country tour of speaking engagements as the quote-unquote face of depression, there is something I feel I must get off my chest. As it says on the cover of my last single, you can tell me anything, you can tell me anything. I am not depressed. <gasps> Wait, how can you know that? Well, I feel very happy. Oh, I know. <sighs> Just as I suspected. Half full. Hmm. That is a troubling development. And right before our tour, I would be quite upset by this if I were at all prone to depression, which, as we've just established, I am not. But isn't it possible that you are depressed and just don't know it? Well, I do frequently not know things. According to the literature for this tour that I did not read, but had my mom peruse and then paraphrase for me, people who seem happy can actually be the most depressed. Oh, no. I seem very happy. I know. But wait, you seem happy, too. Oh, no. Does that mean I'm also depressed? Oh, good thing we're going on this tour we gotta get the word out <laughs>
It's three of us. We'll be interviewing people that have been through traumatic breakups. And um, I felt like now more than ever was the perfect time to, you know, bring it up because it's like, well, we haven't promoted it really in any other way besides asking if anybody had any breakups they want to talk about. But I don't even think it's necessarily, um, I don't think it's nothing to be ashamed of. I think everybody's been through a breakup. So I, it, I feel it, like everybody's been through a breakup. And even if you don't relate exactly to the stories that you'll hear on the example pod, there's something you can pull from that story. There, there's a there's a part of every story is like I experienced that exact same moment. Like when yeah. he when he when he mentioned he's like you know I looked over and and I could just tell that there was a shift in the relationship. People feel those shifts in the relationship and you remember that moment forever. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that shit scars you, bro. That shit scars you, and um, it'd be crazy. It's crazy because it's, it's sometimes it's just the it's the it's the it could be the not the not so lengthiest relationship. It could be a six, seven month relationship, but in that six or seven month span, like you walk away with something, you know, d- you know, depending on how impactful it was or the timing of the relationship. And once again, I just got to the point where I'm sitting here and I'm like, damn, like this is some real shit. I'm I'm glad people are willing to be open about it. And I also think people need to be more open about it because it needs to be a place where people can go and say I can not only relate to that, but I can learn from this. And we don't have enough people that are actually being able to learn from other people's relationships because people are very secretive about their relationships. Um, only a small circle of people know about people's relationships, which is which is fair. But I mean, once it's over, it's over. What's to hide? You know, like, or, I mean, I understand people can be embarrassed, but I mean, if it's something that you feel like you could teach somebody so they can avoid the same um toxic shit that you had to deal with i think that's i think that's pretty uh pretty noble of a person yeah and and like some of some people were saying like yeah i want to do it so that some people won't have to go through the same shit that i went through so people won't sit there and, and think you know i'm in this abusive relationship or that's whether whether it be physically or verbally or or even mentally and think oh this is the best i have this is the shit i gotta put up with no there's somebody else that went out went through this and they survived it like, Hove didn't tell you to sell drugs. Nah, Hove did that. Yeah. So you won't have to go through that. This person went through this abusive relationship to show you that there's another way. So you don't have to go through it. Yeah. Yeah, real talk. Like, I used to, I used to always say, man, you know, I used to always joke with people and be like, man, you know, Jesus died for our sins, man. A lot of times you had your, you had your homeboys to fall on the sword before you, and then you ain't even paying attention. It's like, man, I'd be like, man, Jesus did all that for nothing? You know what I'm saying? But um, that's that's at the end of the day, that's that's real, man. Like, I like what we have brewing up and I hope people, you know, have a chance to um to listen to it. Uh, YouTube, um, they'll be able to, you know, actually see our faces for a change. Um, we don't even know what it looks like, but we know it's 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 going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on Spotify as well. It's going to be on iTunes podcast. And uh. It just got me to thinking, man, like I hear all these different breakup stories, man. And in your opinion, Jay, I know you've been through a breakup, which that's something that we possibly were going to save, you know, for the examples podcast. But and you've talked about breakups on here before. Yeah, but it's nothing new. Let's let's just go ahead. Let's play the victim card real quick. Let's let's both put ourselves in the victim in the victim in the victim seat. 
Okay. If, if you really look at these relationships you've been in and you look at the relationships people are in where they tend to fail or they tend to not be so great, um, and, and there's no right answer to this. Um, well, what do you what do you think is the is the is the main cause of it these days? I mean, we hear communication all the time. We I mean we hear communication a lot. So outside of communication, what do you really think it is? First, let me start with the disclaimer. Since since we're playing since we're playing victim, I mm-hmm. want I want to start with the disclaimer that I don't ever believe that in any relationship or any breakup that one single person is 100% the cause of the breakup. No, there is no 100% predator and 100% victim. The, to me, it just doesn't exist. I don't I don't care if you were doing everything right and he went out and cheated on you. I still don't see see him as being the 100% predator and you being the 100% victim. I don't because there was something that you did, something that you said, a way that you made him them feel. And it could be their fault they didn't address it and bring it to you. But at the same time, I don't think somebody is 100% innocent and somebody's 100% victim. I, I I just don't believe that. But now to get into the causes of breakups and that that's aside from communication, I think we've been brought our generation especially we're brought up on the Disney fairy tale. Okay. And, and y'all hear that y'all hear that from us a lot. You you hear it from us a lot. It's nothing new saying that you know we have this fairy tale where you know you've seen the Snow Whites and the the Pocahontas and the the Beauty and the Beast and all that and you realize that hey they have none of the technological advances that we have either. So you try to take something. It's, it's, to me, it's even like taking a biblical story and saying, OK, this is how I'm supposed to live my life when life has changed drastically since the Bible was written. So you say that, OK, and I'm not I'm not saying, you know, technology is, is why people break up. To me, if I was going to say why people break up, I would take it from the approach of you had this these qualities that you wanted in a person. You said you need them to have a job. You need them to be educated. You need them to be um, have no kids, no baby mama drama, whatever, whatever the checklist that you have when you're looking into somebody. You want one person to check all these boxes. But the thing is, you can get somebody to check all these boxes and you don't think about, okay, I need somebody who's open with their feelings. I need somebody who you know, has a good relationship with their parents. I need to know how their parents raise this person because they're going to be a reflection of their parents. I need to know what kind of traumatic events in life this person's been through. Has this woman been raped before? Has this man been sexually assaulted? If she's been raped before, she might be standoffish when it comes to sexual advances. What if what if she's been sexually assaulted and he likes to be kinky in bed and he mm-hmm. likes to tie her up? Like, we talk about all the superficial things that we need in relationships, but we never get into the traumatics that that go into relationships. Like, do you know your do you know my relationship with my father and how that's going to affect me being a father? Do I know the relationship with your mother and how that's going to affect you being a mother? We don't know these things because we don't talk about these things. Even when we had Remy on, she was talking about, you know, I'm asking for his credit score, you know, off the muscle. Okay, cool. I could have a great credit score and still be in debt to my eyeballs, but I can make the minimum payments. Like you need to get into that into the deeper. Why are you in debt like this? How's your money management skills? In 
and where, where was I working at? I think it was Wells Fargo where they would say, okay, you got to peel, or it might've been uh, the agency where they say, you got to peel the onion back. You got to get into the deeper layers. You find the surface problem, but you don't get deeper into it. It's like, okay, this guy's abusive. Why is he abusive? Oh, he's seen his dad put his hands on his mom and his mom never left. So that's what he knows. And that's an issue because that, that's the only way he, he uh, knows how to show love. Joe Budden had a quote where he said, and he said, all I ever made up feel was hurt and disgust and in turn that hurt because that was my meaning of love. Like he didn't know how to show her love, but through being hurtful and discussing her and belittling her. So people don't have these real conversations of how do you need to show me love? How do I need to show you love? Because you just assume, oh, this person loves me so they know how to do it. No, I know how to love you like I want to be loved, but I can't necessarily love you like you want to be loved unless you tell me. And a lot of times you see on Twitter and, and Instagram where women say, well, if he can't figure out what's wrong with you, then, you know, he really don't love you. Or if you don't say nothing and he can't read it, then he really don't pay attention to you. How am I supposed to know? Like you go through a wide range of emotions every single day. And I say this time and time and time again, like for myself today, I've been confused. I've been frustrated. I've been happy and I've been sad. And it's only five o'clock. <laughs> I'm going to be up for at least six more hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a confusing six hours, too. It's going to be a confusing <laughs> six hours. Goddamn Astros got to play. I got to go to the gym. I've been drinking whiskey, and I'm already hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I feel everything you said, man. So I'm going to take it back to the, you know, you said the disclaimer, bro. You were saying that it's someone's fault. Well, first of all, everything that you just said, do you think that people know this shit that you just said? Do you think people are aware of these things? Do you think people are aware of how vulnerable and how open they need to be? People know this shit, but they ignore this shit. Because okay. if if I if I was fully vulnerable to you, how would you receive me? I don't know. What if, what if it's Tank? And it, what if it's Tank and this woman? He's like, look, look, babe, I suck two dicks, but I'm not gay. I just had to try it once and I tried it again to make sure I didn't like it. But I'm not gay. What's she gonna look at him like? Like he gay he like he a gay guy, man. Like he I, a gay guy. So that changes everything. I'm I'm a firm believer, man. I've I've had so many grown women tell me that, you know, I, they like vulnerable men. They like men that are open, but they they say there's a fine line between, you know, being open and vulnerable and being like feminine and being like weak and coming off as overly emotional. I think a lot of times with society, they try to paint the man that doesn't like to show his feelings as, you know, he's trying to be too masculine. He's trying to be too hard. But the reality is, I think I think most wise men know that there is a there is a um there's a time and a place for us men, especially to uh to come off as weak. And I, I still, I, I, I don't say that, you know, we need to take, necessarily take pride in that, but I definitely believe that if a man is, um, uh, in the, in the, um, in the realm of like trying to date still and trying to get close to women, um, that's, that's a, that's a risky move to make. If you, if you become overly emotional, I, I've, I've, I've noticed that a lot. Um, but that's, like I said, overly emotional and being vulnerable, just being honest and being real. I mean, that's one thing, but Tank went all the way left. And I I, um, I just think that we're in a time period where I think your average woman is not trying to be with a bisexual guy like or with a gay guy, whatever you want to call him. Like, you know, a, a woman wants a man. I say it time and time again, no matter what society, what, what, what picture society is painting, women want men. 
They want men, they want a man that they can look at and say that's a real man. If you know, and if if their best example of a real man was their dad, that's the type of man they want. I mean, it's just the reality. I mean, it's it's tough to compete with these uh with these chicks' dads, but once again, that is the reality when you're talking to these women. Because I mean, more than likely you have big shoes to fill. Like you said, you see this stupid shit on Twitter. And I see we see stupid shit on Twitter all the time. I wanted to find a tweet, but I don't even need to find it. I'm almost certain that I could just make some shit up and you could tw- you could search for it on Twitter and it'll be there because that's how <laughs> fucking ridiculous the shit that especially women tweet out sometimes. I think it's something along the lines of like, um, you know, I, my, my man needs to basically accept me, you know, all my flaws. If he don't accept all my flaws, then he ain't he ain't for me. I see tweets like that and I just. That's that's automatically what puts me in that mindset of, you know, I can tell the age of that woman, which for me, which for me, like I feel like women, you know, it 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 could vary, but I I, I could tell the age of that woman just based off of tweets like that and based off the fact that she's tweeting in general. But I I hear shit like that and it gets me thinking about your disclaimer where you say it's always someone's fault, and um I think it's very crucial for people to realize that like. I'm not even. It's, I'm. 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 It's I'm over the power struggle. Fault. Yeah, I'm over the power struggle now. We talked about the, the power struggle before. My thing is, people being overly privileged now. Everybody's walking around like, you know, the, the entitlement. The entitlement is what kills me, and I think that's becoming a dangerous thing on both sides, where men are feeling way too valuable and women are feeling way too valuable, and then there's nobody there that really sees any value in each other. It's just like, well, I'm a I'm a dime, I'm a 10. You should you should worship you should worship the ground I walk on. That's a that's that's becoming a norm and you could look at a woman and be like, you ain't even a dime, just as fast as a, a woman could look at a man and be like, well, you're not even you're not even on my radar. Like, why you walk around like you hot shit and you ugly. You know what I'm saying? And that's where we are now. And that's why I kind of feel like that mindset of it's not my fault, it's all their fault. I think that's narcissism. I think that's a that's a level of narcissism for sure. That that, that might be the exact definition. That's what I'm thinking because I hear that, and like I said, and I I I roll through. You know, I the one thing I I, look, I find all social media to be entertaining. I don't Except social Reddit. media. You say what? Except Reddit. Oh man, Reddit. Y'all need to stay away from Reddit. Right. The only the only thing that I do like about Reddit is if you, you need to find out like some computer hack stuff, that's the place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there there's some legit nerds on there. Like they know their shit. But stay away from Reddit if you're not if you're not about that life. They, Cause they're about a different type of lifestyle that I'm not even ready for. Um it's like walking into the projects, bro. Like, Reddit, straight up. Reddit is a, is the corner of the black internet. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's on the corner. Once you make that left, hey, you want MLK. <laughs> they shooting over there, bro. They shooting, they shooting. But no, but no. I mean, I mean, I mean. Obviously, I was just watching BoJack. You know, I saw. You know, I finished the season, so I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. But one thing about BoJack Horseman is we all can agree that he's a fucking narcissist. We can definitely agree on that. And it's funny when he when he reaches that epiphany himself. But he knows he's a narcissist. But I think a person that knows they're a narcissist tends to be. How do I say? They tend to try a little bit harder. They tend. They, they, you can you can t- you can see some effort. And it's, at the end of the day, the fact that they can admit that they're a narcissist kind of makes them less less of a threat. 
it's the people that don't know that they're narcissists that scare me. And I, I, that's one thing that I appreciated that Q said. I forgot we were we were DMing one time, and he basically was like, I mean, we all we all got a little narcissism in us, yeah, which is which absolutely. is which is outright true. I mean, I was I was looking at some a research the other day about only children, and for a long time it was always the case that they said that if you have an only child, it's like an eighty percent chance that that child is going to grow up being a narcissist because it's, they're going to grow up in a world where they've always known it was all about them. And I'm like, hmm. And then they then they redid the survey like not too long ago, and they were like, well, your kid is not no no more likely to be a narcissist than the next person. Um, what breeds narcissism is environment and culture in general. And I, I would I would definitely say American culture, in itself, has a lot of narcissism in it. I don't think it has anything to do with your 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 home environment. I would say that it has to do with your culture more than anything. And a lot of people's cultures are like you were just talking about. Credit scores, you know, um, t- what do you have, and, and and what what can you do for me, you know, and, and it's always about the output of the other person, in 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 order like that. What what is their output gonna be in order to to appease me? That's total narcissism. And the more I look at these relationships and how they fail, I I, I start to realize that most of these people that had partners that they thought were good, you know, some level of narcissism is why it ended based on the fact that it, you could tell somebody was being super selfish. Somebody was being inconsiderate. They weren't aware of the fact that it wasn't a team effort anymore. It was literally, you're not doing this to make me happy. I'm tired of you. I've dealt with this before. I've dealt with the fact that I've seen someone basically state that they felt another person was all about themselves and they felt like they never was they never were able to bring it back to them to where like they didn't complain about a balance they just got mad that the person that they met in initially it was all about them basically in the interview in the honeymoon stage the guy made sure that oh he was attentive and he was he was all about them and then once they saw the um that 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 start start to shift that's when the relationship failed and in that moment when i'm hearing that i'm like man like it sounds like to me you basically had somebody that was treating you like a princess and once they once they didn't want to treat you like a princess anymore you start falling out of love or you start getting to the point where you start throwing fits and I think that's, you know, and I, and, and I see that a whole lot these days. And I'm and I guess the reason I'm, I'm here is like, what what do you think breeds that outside of? Because, I mean, like I said, that's not just only child shit. You know, I'm thinking it's American culture. But if it was if it was for you to say, like, would you say it's American culture? Or do you just simply say narcissism? Like, I I, I think it's, it's, a, it's American culture where. You can put yourself in as much debt as you want to to get everything that you want in life. So, Ooh. so you you can. America is not America doesn't doesn't cap your debt, which is crazy to me. They won't cap the debt. They won't cap the interest rate. They won't pull your credit report and say, okay, you make this much a year, you make this much, you got this much debt. Nobody on in this country is gonna lend you money anymore. You need to pay your bills. That which which is. Damn, I save that for my presidential run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, hey, bro. 
that's crazy that you just said that. He said you need to pay your bills. <laughs> like we gotta cap your debt. We but, gotta cap your debt. You but, they would only they would only cap your debt if they cared though. If they cared. Yeah. They're not gonna cap the debt. They're just gonna raise the interest rate. But anyways, you can get whatever you want. So no isn't something you are used to hearing. So when somebody tells you, no, I don't want to do this for you or I can't do this for you and you feel like you wholeheartedly deserve that, what are you going to do? You're going to go get it elsewhere. You're going to cheat. You're going to cheat. Yeah. Hey, babe, I'm stressed. I'm tired. You know, I've been working, you know, 10 hour days for the past 14 days in a row. In his mind, he's just tired. In her mind, he doesn't want me. So I'm going to talk to somebody that want me. My work husband want me. He shoot his shot every goddamn day. Yeah. Or, or, or guys, babe, I'm, or guys with their girls, you know, she say, babe, I'm, I'm just not in the mood. You know, I don't feel because I've, I've learned this deal with women. If women don't feel sexy, you're not getting sex. Plain and simple. You need to make them feel sexy. And if you're not doing that, but you're still trying to crack cheeks, you're probably not cracking cheeks. And then so what you thinking? Oh, she fucking with somebody else. She don't want to fuck me. You know what? I'm going to fuck this little thought at work because she's been throwing it at me any goddamn way. People don't communicate about the hard stuff. They don't. We can talk, we can talk we about better. being, being how, how we're best friends all the time. And you know me like the back of your hand. You know, if you go to Walmart, bring me a Twix back and say, oh, I only got the left one because they got the right ones. You know, make a little joke or whatever, because you know me on a good level. But on a bad level, when you can see that I'm disappointed, I tell you that I'm disappointed or you can see that I'm hurting and I tell you that I'm hurting. You don't know how to handle that because saying because saying, hey, suck it up or you'll get through this. That's not enough. Not from not from your significant other, not from your soulmate. Even if they can't do anything, you might just want them to be there in silence. And do people have the mental fortitude in this in this culture to do that? Can you just sit here with me in silence and hold me? I don't think we do that anymore because it's, it's 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 a it's a different situation. Oh, shoot. He, he and his feelings, he said he's got to be depressed. This, this just isn't a, a one off. He's got to be clinically depressed. I need to refer him to get some medication like just a badass kid in class needs to be on ADHD medicine. No, maybe he's bad because his work is easy for him and he's not paying attention. He can just run through it without paying attention to you. Maybe I'm sad and it's a temporary thing and I just need to feel some support right now. Hmm. Hmm. Damn. I'm, I'm going to say this. Just for everybody out there listening, understand that no, no boundaries. We care. We care. That's why we're having this. We're having this conversation because we got close people to us that listen to this show and Y'all hear this from us enough, and we just want to make sure you hear this again. You have to be able to talk about the hard stuff. If you can't talk about the hard stuff, then you just need to leave the ideal of a relationship alone. Stop running Twitter and Instagram and Facebook to to, to write about the hard stuff, throwing the subliminals, all that indirect bullshit. Go and send that shit to the person that you are trying to, you know, get a better understanding with. You're trying to grow something with because tweeting the bullshit out does not matter. Say that one more time. Running the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stupid shit is not what's going to make a change. It's only going to add fuel to the fire. It's going to piss people off. And it's it's immature. I, 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 and, I, and like I said, I see men and women doing it. 
I even though I call it feminine energy that people are very passive like that. The reality is I still do strongly believe that masculine energy is going to come with person being a lot more bold, a lot more, you know, confrontational at times. That doesn't mean you need to be violent. That doesn't mean you need to be overly aggressive. I just think that if you have the quote unquote balls to say what's on your mind then say it. And it's funny, the people that tend to get like that are older people. I'm telling you now, if my mama got some shit she need to tell me, she finna tell me. I know bro, her mama the same way. She gonna tell me, bro, story. So I went to Vegas and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bring back some of these gummies, some of these edibles. So I, I went to the I went to the to, to the to the dispensary, got my edibles, and then I went to back to the hotel. I bought a bag of those Welch's fruit snacks. I ate half the fruit snacks, put my edibles in the bag, put it in my check baggage. I told my mom when I got back, she came in there, she sat down, she's like, hey. You know, why did you feel that you need those? I was like, it's like they pretty much like the CBD gummies, except they have CBD, have THC. And she's she's like, why do you feel like you need that? I was like, yeah, I mean, I was like, it relaxes you and gives you a buzz. Similar to drinking liquor, you know, and she's like, I don't like that. Plain and simple. I don't like that. And she's like, that's all I got to say. You do what you want, but I don't like that. People get into relationships and they get into it. And I and even I've done this. I've gotten something that I wanted, not been comfortable with how I got it. But since I got what I wanted, I ain't say shit. I'm just going to be quiet. Shit, I got what I wanted. You don't you don't keep talking once you get what you want. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not going to say shit. People need to have these hard conversations. You need to be able to tear like if you got to tear the house down, tear the fucking house down. If you got to break the foundation. Break the fucking foundation, because the more you quiet, the more that you're quiet, the more that you don't say stuff that's bothering you, it boils and it boils and then it steams. And when it steams, it overflows. When it overflows, you got a mess. And if it's oil, you got a fire. You got to cut that shit off quick. You got you. And if and if you're in a relationship, you should be with somebody that you can say, hey, this is what's going on. You did this and I don't like it. It makes me feel a kind of way. And if they have to turn that back around on you and say, well, I only did that because you did this or I only did that because you made me feel like that. You might need to reevaluate that because there's no accountability there. Like if if somebody has accountability, those are the people that I think deserve the chances. Consistent account people that are consistently accountable deserve the chances because when you bring it to their attention, they say, damn, I did do that. I'm going to try to do better. Not that, well, you made me feel like this, so that's why I did it. No, I did that. You're right. You didn't make that up. I did that. I'm going to try to do better. But people don't talk about that. People don't talk. We want to talk about the happy shit. Bad things happen on a daily basis. And if I can't talk to you about the bad things, why are you here? I can call my grandma and tell her about all the good stuff because that's all she want to hear. Say, bro, don't be calling Grandma Brooks on that bullshit. She don't got time for that. Same, bro. My my grandma really <laughs> do lift my spirits because she just have that happy. I'm happy to hear from you, voice. Just love to call her, and talk to her. She's always positive. So, she's a traditional woman. You would say? I would say my grandma is very traditional. Yeah. And and and, and um, Keith asked us that on uh examples pod, and uh, I really didn't want to go into modern woman versus traditional woman because I haven't blogged about it per se and had a chance to like really write it down but for the most part i I feel everything you're saying i 
the the funny thing about everything you did just say, uh, I know this is random, but I, something about the CBD movement bothers me. So I let people do what they do. But uh, that shit is weird, man. Like, I can't drive anywhere without seeing some little CBD spot that then opened up like they out here selling newspapers or some shit. It's just weird to me. And I've, I, any anytime something becomes uh, epidemic or a trend, I usually just kind of stay weary of it and kind of like just peep and see how shit goes. But I'm glad your mama said that because that's certain shit. I, that's the type of shit I ain't going to tell you. I ain't your damn mama. I ain't going to tell you <laughs> not to. You know, I, that's certain shit I can't tell you. There's other shit I can tell you, but. Shit like that. I'm like, well, Jay a grown man. The shit legal. You know, it ain't like, you know, I don't know if it's deadly or lethal. I don't know. But for the most part, it don't seem like you out here, you know, you know, contracting any type of disease. I mean, you still look healthy. So I imagine it's not that bad. But um, to bring it back to say, <laughs> hey, I had to pace myself. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, OK, OK. So so it do. It does have a, he- a heavy. It, um. It does have a heavy euphoric feel to it. Oh, OK, OK. So I was like, I was like, all right, let me let me take a half. Okay, well, at least you ain't on crack. No, I'm not on crack. Okay, I can't I can't, I can't afford crack. <laughs> <laughs> I can spend about twenty dollars at the dispensary, but I can't afford crack. <laughs> that crack, so that crack hitting different. That crack hitting different. But, uh, okay, but to but to bring it back, man, um, I, I'm gonna go ahead and break it down off the top of my head when I think of a modern woman, how I think a traditional woman, um, because people are gonna hear us say that a lot. I'm I'm gonna continue to say it because. I feel like we we have traditional men and we have modern men too. And I feel like right now um, that is what makes relationships a lot more catastrophic as well. And I would honestly say that modern women today are probably a lot more narcissistic, modern men as well. Um, and I think that traditional women, traditional men, I think that they're further removed from themselves to the point where they are probably in a space in life where it's not all about them. I think that when you're living in this era right here, where everything is about looks, everything is about what you have, everything is about you, 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 um, it's easy to get into that mindset of wanting to stun on a person, wanting to flex, wanting everybody to see that you're happy. Like a lot of that shit just comes from the fact that, um, Man, once again, I, it was uh, they, they talked about it on uh, BoJack. They talk about um, I think it's called uh, uh, solipsism, and uh, basically it's a, it's a philosophy that um, it bas- it, it almost to, to make it to simplify it, it's like it's just me. It's just it's just me. The it's just me. Everything else is fake. It's just all about me. Everything else is fake. Not not about me, but I'm the only real thing here. So if everything if I'm the only real thing in here, only what I does matters. And that's kind of how society is kind of moving these ways. And like I said, I ain't, I just, I've heard the term, you know, you know, in passing. And I just thought it was funny because there was a moment on the show where they, where they talked about it. And once again, you're talking about Bojack here. Bojack is a very narcissistic motherfucker. And when you get your, when you have your, when you, you don't even realize it. I, I would honestly say my, narcissism is like a drug and you don't even, it's, it's almost like a drug and it's, probably very similar to depression to how you can be depressed and you don't even know it. I'm just saying like you can be in a state of depression and not even know it. And that is one of the realest things I've heard this week. And I'm like, damn, like people like I was, I thought it was cool that, you know, once again, to reference the examples pod, I think it was pretty cool to have somebody say, I mean, it's not cool per se, but it wasn't, 
intriguing to hear somebody say, I know what the feelings are when I'm depressed. I know my shoulders get heavy. I know I don't want to get out of bed. I know I don't want to eat. Like, it's interesting to hear those things. But other people, they, they're just walking through life. Anthony Bourdain, you know what I'm saying? Just you think everything is normal because they chilling. And if you were to ask them, they'd probably genuinely say, you know what? I'm okay. Knowing damn well in the back of their mind, shit, they, they, they want to put, they want to slit their wrist. They want to put a bullet in their mouth. But I ask you this. Do people only say that they're okay because they feel that's the only answer? Like they, they don't feel like they're in an environment where they can say, no, I'm not okay. I think they say I'm okay because they realize everybody else around them is narcissistic. They really don't feel like everybody else cares. So in that moment, when they're asked, when somebody's asking them, are they okay? It's almost like you on a court with Kyrie Irving and you're expecting somebody to pass you. You're expecting to pass you the ball. It's like my nigga, that's Kyrie. He not passing that bitch. I'm sorry. So you get the board or you getting it through the nets. Exactly. So when you got somebody out there asking you, are you okay? And you might not have that much of a relationship with that person. So you don't really know whether to gauge his are you okay really genuine. You're in a position to be like, well, you don't really give a fuck anyway. And let's just be real. How often do you hear people talking like that? Talking about like, you know, hey, motherfuckers really don't care anyway. You know what I'm saying? And then they get to that point where they fall into that philosophy that I spoke about, where they just kind of feel like, well, this is my reality. This is my truth. This is, I mean, I'm going to have, this is this is what I feel. I'm going to have to handle it my way. They don't think that the other people around them can really serve them any true purpose of making them feel better. So what do they do? They That's when they, that's when they fall into that hole that I talked about last week where I'm like, man, don't allow yourself to fall in that hole because there are people out here that really care. Everybody isn't narcissistic. But the reality is, in this current climate that we stay in right now, I think it's a lot more narcissistic people walking around than that they would want to uh that that we want to admit. And like I said, I'm I tend to see the ones pointing at the narcissist being the narcissist themselves. And I also have to agree with Keith that all of us have a little bit of narcissism in us. Like, you know, but I, I, I even say all, all the time that we all have a little racism in us, too. Like everybody and and that racism may not just be towards another race. It might be towards your own race, too, because you know how your own race get down, too. So everybody, you know, like everybody isn't as pure as the driven snow. Like you and said before, as, everybody's not fully predator. Everybody's not fully prey. And, and if people would realize that, hey, I'm not perfect, I'm going to fuck up, I might have fucked up right now then just, that helps like because you're you're not putting yourself on a pedestal or saying you know okay i gotta be perfect for this person you know this person sees me as perfect so i gotta be that no you can be fucked up you can you can change your mind from day to day and be like you know today i may not, when people are in, you know today i'm not 100 sure i want to be married okay cool Tomorrow, yeah, you. I want to marry you. I want to marry this person. But people take what happens in a moment and they turn it into a fixation, a constant, uh, something that doesn't change. They turn them out to a, they turn them out to a molehill. And that, you said. Yeah, all the time. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, why? Why don't? Why didn't you take this bit of information and break it down? You tried to eat the whole hog from head first, head to toe. 
Break this down. Cut you some pork chops off. Cut you some bacon. Get you hey, some pork ribs. I ain't bust heard it. of no country shit in a long time from you. Bust, bust, <laughs> bust that shit down and take it bit by bit. But people okay. don't people don't see that. They just take it as a in the gravity that that it was delivered and be like, okay, I can't. I I have to digest this all at one time. No, that's big shit. That's that modern shit, bro. That's that modern shit that has you feeling like you know you we we living for the moment. We see we see it we see it in breaking news. We flip out over something somebody says, you know, in that moment. Like that's that modern shit. I feel like old school motherfuckers, traditional motherfuckers, man. Like they knew like it's just certain shit that you just gotta sweep under the rug. It ain't important. A lot of everything that come across your timeline, it's not worth your time. That's just it's that simple. I I, I need to hear that again because I I had one of those. <laughs> everything that come across your timeline ain't worth your time, Jigga J. Just let it be. Keep scro- keep scrolling, man. Scroll keep on. Keep fucking scrolling. And, and I guarantee you, if you if you if you maneuver through life the same way, man, you start realizing, man, some shit you just gotta walk past. Some shit you gotta walk past because it don't mean nothing. Because we get to the point where we don't want to talk about the hard shit, but we want to sit here and talk about this bullshit that don't mean nothing. Like really, we talk about we talk about where to eat. Seriously, we got bigger problems going on, Mama. You're pregnant. Not, <laughs> not, not even that. We over here debating what Joe Budden talking about, and we not talking about you failing classes. My nigga. We debating, we debating what the Kardashians got going on, and and Kanye West album, and you can't keep your gas on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Priorities. That's modern shit, man. And and it, it, modern it's, shit. It's, it's it's wild to me, and you you want somebody to come in and fix it. You want you want Jesus and and Ayana to come in and fix it, but you got to look and say, okay, I made this mess. I what by whatever actions I did, I I may not have made a hundred percent of this mess because you're already cutting off percentages because you didn't choose to be here. You chose to stay here, but you didn't choose to come here. So that's already saying, okay, boom, I can't I can't be a hundred percent accountable. I got to blame my parents for at least one percent, but everything else you got to take some accountability for. Hey man, I like everything you're saying today, Jay. But I, I I hate to do this to you, but uh, the title of this show is "You Want Ayana and Jesus to Come Fix It." <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know how to spell her name, but that shit right there that is hilarious. Ayana and Jesus to come and fix it. Like really, people gotta understand how how hilarious that is, man. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, they 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 not gonna come help you. They not. They not finna come help me. Like, like, I I like them two people like the next person, but they not finna come help me. And it, it is it is wild because people will say, you know, well I, I I prayed to Jesus to to come fix it and and to do this, and Jesus in there looking at you, he's like, um, motherfucker, I gave you the job. <laughs> I, I gave you transportation to and from work. Say, but you decided that you needed to eat out seven days a week. Instead of going to get these groceries, you didn't want to go when you go to your mama house when she was cooking. You had to go out Saturday night and y'all spent fifty dollars. Like I gave you the tools, you didn't use them correctly. Now you want me to come fix it? I gave you the fix. That's that modern shit. Jump, jump, try you, you, you're reaching out to Ayala. You're reaching out to Jesus. You're tweeting. You out here, you out here going out to eat, trying to drown in food. You're drinking to uh, drown your depression away. You out and about looking like you happy and you're not. Like, 
that's that modern shit. I really feel like, and and, and don't make it. I, I don't want to make it seem like traditional people are just better. I think traditional people just had a better chessboard, meaning they didn't have those foolish ways of escaping. They actually probably had to deal with a lot of their problems. And I think we just were we just being dealt a bad hand in this in this course of events or on this part of the timeline, just based on the fact that I mean we feel like if we have access to it, we have to overutilize it. You don't have to overutilize your phone. You don't have to overutilize the fact that you can DM a celebrity. Like you don't have to overutilize the fact that you can afford something a celebrity can afford. Like that shit is not gonna make you happy. If if anything, that shit makes you depressed when you realize you really can't afford it. Cause when you gotta go to Starbucks and use a credit card, that's a problem. <laughs> you wildin' B. And you if you sign up for the Starbucks credit card, you double wildin' buckos. <laughs> listen, listen. I don't like I don't call myself poor, but I don't have an Apple Watch. I don't have AirPods. I'm not getting the AirPod Max Pros. And I'm <laughs> telling you right now, you don't need that shit either. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying Jay don't need it. Jay don't give a damn. Jay be doing what he want to do. He be on the toilet drunk and he just start buying shit. But I'm talking about the average Joe. I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> the average Joe out here, you you I don't even want to say you can't afford it. You just don't need a lot of this stuff. And I'm telling you, the more of this stuff that you think that you need to make you happy, that's the type of shit that makes you more depressed. When Once you get it, you start getting hella vain. It's just like, it's just like these women out here that be buying these bodies. The minute they buy these bodies, it ain't something that they want to keep a secret. Like, I done bought this body. I done went from a six to an eight in my head. And I'm finna flutter it all over the place. So now... I'm finna get into a position where it's all about me, me, me. I'm about to be vain as hell on all social media accounts. Um, I got three kids, but you had to scroll about you had to scroll down for about 75 minutes to see one of them. I mean, that's where we are now, man. That's and it, and it, and it's men out there. She got a banging body. Check that box. She got 10,000 followers. So she kind of popular. So if she fucking with me, that means I'm gonna be kind of popular too. Check that box. She can cook a little bit. Check that box. She got her own place. Check that box. And in turn, what is all that? When you, why you checking that box? Who does that benefit? Nobody but her. Nobody no, but her. her. Yeah, in a sense, it benefit her. But the, the dude that's checking that box, he thinking about who though at that time? It's he a, thinking about his goddamn self. Exactly. It ain't nothing but narcissism. It's, it's not all like it's want. not like you're not looking at her as like you know she's there to, to support me mentally. She's gonna push me to do better than I than I am. She's gonna support me when I fail, and not and not in a financial way, but in a in a in a mental way. She's and gonna make turn, me be better spiritually. And in turn, it's gonna be better for both of us. Instead of me just trying to ride her coattail because she owned a business or she got 10k followers or she just fine. Like like okay, every see that's the that's 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 my message to men out there. Um, and one of the things I, I always disagree with Keith on <laughs> is the fact that. I don't believe that you necessarily need to give up on women. I just need, I just, and, and this is this for my uh, cousin Diani too. You have to understand that your type can be the death of you. And I've said this on the show before. And I, I, I honestly think that's probably all uh, Keith problem is. Keith probably just has a type and he doesn't want to gravitate away from that type. And once he does, he'll probably find something that he's really looking for. That does not mean 
you got to go out there. And, I, and I've said this before. You ain't got to go out there and date somebody you think is ugly. and all. No, I'm just saying a lot of times it's more than that when it comes to a type. And these days it'd be some narcissistic bullshit like, oh, how many followers they got? How popular are they? How big is her ass? Does she have real hair? You know, does she have money? You know, it's like, you know, that really? Like, seriously? Once again, stop making it all like this for sure. We could call millennials Gen Z, but this is this is definitely this generation right here. If I'm not mistaken, they are very much like the baby boomer generation that they hate, because at one point in time, I believe they call baby boomer generation the me, me, me generation. This generation is definitely the me, me, me generation. And. That is that that is just a whole lot of narcissism. And I'm not surprised everybody's running around here depressed and sad, you know, acting like they're happy. That's why movies like Joker are doing so well. That's why shows like Bojack are doing well, because that shit is starting to become heavily relatable. Like, damn, like when you get to that point where you're just like you you're you're living a life where you feel like it's just purposeless. What is the meaning? What's the point of me even getting out of bed? What's the point of me even what's the point of me even answering this phone call? Like when you start getting to that point, I guarantee you, if you just stop, you know, press pause and you ask yourself, like, how did I get here? I guarantee you a lot of that shit is going to have to do with the fact that you were making a lot of shit that wasn't. How do I say this? You were make you were putting value on shit that actually has no value anyway. It's it's purposeless. You 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 let your. You let you, you your time was consumed by a bunch of meaningless shit, and now you're sitting here realizing you wasted your time. That shit, if if anything, is make anybody depressed. Say, it's all hey right, man, Jay. I think we said a lot. I think we, I know I, that was in a short amount of time too. I, I mean, I really didn't come here for all that. I just you know Low, wanted okay. to get. Low key, I feel like I put up about fifty points and you got about eighteen assists. I, that's that's all. I, I, that's what I'm here for. I, I, I needed you to take. I needed you to take the wheel, man. Um, I, I, but I'm not Jesus or Ayana. <laughs> How do you say her name? Is, yes. I, I can't. I can't spell it exactly. It, like it might be. It might be Ayala. I, I say Ayala. Ayala. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'll spell it right in the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ayala. I, mean, mm. I, I know. I know. It's a nice name. Nice name, but um, yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it again, man. Like them people ain't gonna help you, man. You gonna have to help yourself. And um, I ain't saying them people you, can't. You're gonna have to help yourself, but it's, you're gonna have to help yourself by looking in the mirror. You gotta address the I shit that you gotta work on. You you wanna look in the mirror and make sure that your hair is nice and that your makeup's done. Your you know your face is clear and everything. But you gotta look in that mirror that goes into your soul and be like, okay, am I? The trying, if, am I the type of person that I would want to be with? And a narcissist is going to say yes. Of course. A narcissist is going to say, yeah, I'm the type of person I want to be with. Or a, a real person going to say, I want to work on this and better this part of myself mm-hmm. to be the person that I want to be. A narcissist is already complete. A real person still has, still has some work to do, and they might need help to do that work. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what you need to look for in your significant other. Somebody that's going to help you be yeah, yeah, and, and and um, I think that's a, I think that is a good thing to look for. Uh, I think there are people out there, and the, and they're the per, they're the point in their in their life where they could just simply want somebody to just you know share things with because they got everything going on. It's there are people out there that have healthy lives. They're just they're just missing that partner, and I, I would definitely say that 
you know, when you're looking for that partner, I mean, you're in a rare situation. So I would I would definitely say if you're that person, then it would be good to see you with somebody that compliments you in a way where you ain't got to take care of them. They ain't got to take care of you. Y'all just love each other's company. Like, that's what you should be looking for. You shouldn't. I don't think that you should be looking for something. I don't think that people should just merely think like, oh, well, this was good. It worked a little bit. I mean, we can't quit. Like, no, that's not the case sometimes. You got to look deeper than that. Because, I mean, you can get with any Joe Smo. You can get with any James Maine. And I'm telling you, it's not, it's not, it's, you can make anything work. But the reality is, if you dig a little deeper, I mean, you, you'll probably realize, I mean, it can, it can work in a lot of ways. If, if you look at, uh, if you stop looking at shit from such an, a narcissistic point of view. Because like you said, um, if you ask a narcissist, it, it, damn, when I think about them, and I see that a whole lot, man. That's that's like further proving my point. Like, I rarely ever hear somebody say, I'm not enough. People are always like, oh, I'm the shit. You know, I, nigga I bring be, all nigga this to the glad table. to have me. Yeah, like, you that, lucky that, that to have is, me. That is so narcissistic. I'm telling you. I didn't say that word a hundred times, but it doesn't change the fact that it is what it is. And, um, it, and I, I still feel like some of the most dangerous people out here today in the dating market are people that don't even realize how vain and narcissistic they are. And, and as I say those things, like I'm not a doctor, I'm not, I don't, I'm, I don't feel like I have the right to necessarily, you know, put that label on you. But just looking at it from a, it's a, a simplistic point of view, I kind of, I mean, it looks like it's easy to fucking prescribe to somebody like, hey, man, like. It's a lot of y'all motherfuckers out here that's wild. It's not like I'm saying that you're autistic and I'm actually diagnosing you with something. I'm just saying, like, narcissistic personality disorder seems like it's at an all-time high now because everybody's walking around here thinking that they're the shit. Nobody thinks their shit stinks. I just, I just, I just don't see how somebody has the audacity to come on a public platform and make these demands from either gender, men or women have no, I don't know a lot of people that have the right to make these demands of the other sex as if they the ones fixing a whole table. It's like, oh, <laughs> what, you, what you bring to the table? It's like, well, goddamn, like, I just, I, we just met yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what's your credit score? <laughs> Come on, really? What you, what you bring to the table? You, you, what's your credit score? You got, you got kids, you got this, you got this. Relax. You don't you don't know my character yet. And more than anything, more than anything. Oh, my God. More than anything. Find out about people's character. Learn who they are, not what they have, not 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 who they say they are, but learn who they are, because a lot of time we're not out here for these people's characters. We out here for these likes. We out here for these fat asses. We out here for these these gray sweatpants pics. That's what y'all out here for. Boy said great sweatpants. Boy, they're wild. They're some, they're some nasty little perverts. Hey, bro, I've been trying to buy me some great sweatpants for like the past week now, and they sold out everywhere. Oh, they out here tripping. They out here wild. Niggas was ready. Niggas is thirsty because they know these girls is thirstier. Say, bro, like like during the spring and the summer, they get them sundresses. During the winter, we break out the sweatpants. It's a balance of life, man. Yeah, touche, touche. Balance of life. I ain't, I ain't mad at it, man. I ain't mad at it. I just, I hope, I hope what we said today makes sense. Um, once again, uh, I, I, I think that was just something that was just lingering in my head. I'm like, man, like when you got these personality disorders, man, it's, it, it only makes sense for for you to go downhill from there. 
And like I said, I mean, I ain't even jump into the to the depression like I really was thinking about. But we know we it, it is what it is, man. Like we're gonna we're gonna be a nation of sad young people once we realize it ain't all about you. It ain't all about myself. It's it's more to life than just be. It's just me. What makes me happy? What makes me what what makes uh what makes uh me you know worthwhile? What makes life worthwhile for me? Like like it, it's nah man. It's not me me me. Cause once again you are gonna realize if a lot of y'all ever have children, you know that it definitely ain't all about just me me me. Like that shit that shit gets killed real quick. Once you once you really once you realize life is so much better when you're actually acknowledging and treating other people like they're worth something, man, life gets so much better. But when but when, but when all y'all doing is walk around and seeing people as oh I oh that person he might be a good husband oh that he I had pretty babies with him like if that's all you seeing in people, man, you're gonna be in for a rude awakening, a rude awakening. <sighs> But yeah, I, man, I, 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 I seen I seen a meme that said, "Shit, a baby won't save a relationship no more than a threesome will." <laughs> shit, tell them again. That's just the truth, man. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what people be on, man. But I, I tend to go back and like look at history, and I, I know, like I said, I know people in their fifties and sixties ain't no more better than we are. But I think that they have a better understanding of life at that point because they don't lived it. And I guarantee you, you know. I'm a type of person that says, you know, I like to live life with no regrets, but the reality is, man, we're going to have a lot of regrets, and uh, this generation in general is going to have a whole bunch of regrets, and I'm a firm believer, because I love history, I'm a firm believer that each generation gets worse and worse, I'm telling you, it just does, it just does, and and even though that's subjective, it's it, it's still, y'all still got to look at, y'all still got to look at what's real out here, and uh, a lot of these baby boomers ain't complaining, and they, they ain't complaining, they, they chilling, they good. They finna be out the door in about 25 years. So they really ain't tripping. We finna be we finna be around this bitch. Well, I don't know. Cause the way some of y'all living, man, y'all probably got 10 years left. But Woo! <laughs> But now man, but in all seriousness though, man, uh I, I didn't know this was gonna go that long. But um I'm glad we got something to put in the streets like my homie Sean would say. So you got gotta gotta feed the streets gotta with something. Feed the and, streets, man. You know, and, and we we like always, we appreciate y'all listening. But um, you know us. We gotta have some words of advice. We can't, we can't, we can't lead the streets without some words of advice. Just a little, just a little something to, to hold you over. Uh, let me see. Oh, this is what I got this week. Uh, my words of advice are: a loss isn't a loss; it's a lesson. So you you look at it as as you didn't get your way, you didn't quote unquote win whatever situation you were you were in but you got to take what you learned from that loss and apply it and treat it as a lesson all right what did you find in that situation that makes you better for the next situation take that loss and turn it into a lesson okay okay as always you always come prepared um uh, i'm I, i'm definitely gonna uh i want to say one thing uh on the last episode i was uh talking about we were talking about mental health and i made a, a reference to the the it movie when i was talking about placebos and i actually said gazebos and I, a lot of people didn't really understand that reference and they thought that willie f was a fucking idiot but no it's just it was just it's just a play on words it was just from the movie it's just from the pennywise movie i think that shit is fucking hilarious but uh, i still yes. haven't seen chapter two Damn. I mean, shit, I still ain't seen Glass. 
That's probably one of the only movies I haven't seen this year, and it still shocks me that I haven't seen it. It is just because it came out at a bad time for me. Um, but I'll eventually see. I, before Oscars come up, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely see all the movies I need to see. But uh, my words of advice, man, is, um, man, uh, understand the value of being kind to one another. Uh, I think one of my favorite tweets that I saw this week was um, my, my favorite people are the type of people that when you see them, you know, they, they smile and they nod at you. You know, that's we don't have enough of that in the world. Everybody's walking around with these resting bitch faces and being so cold and mean to each other. And I mean, at the end of the day, they do the same thing online. And that's why we just it's a world full of bitter, mean people. And, you know, we're getting closer and closer to that uh, period in time where socializing with people and physical interaction is going to become less and less. So, man, keep those people close to you that actually treat you a good way. And um, at the same time, you know, you, you, you don't don't hold on to anything longer than it needs to be held on to. You, you know, no, no one to let shit go to. Uh, that's all that's all i got what's the what's the uh what's the page the, the examples page how do you get to it uh that is a good question i looked at it earlier today too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, yeah on on instagram you definitely can find us at uh examples pod it's that simple examples pod i mean if, if you can't spell that then don't even look for it because that means you don't need to fuck with it we need people that can read. <laughs> we, need people that can, we need people that can read. All right. Uh, and on Twitter, I know it's on Twitter too. I think it may be a little bit different on Twitter, but if you don't mind following us there, it is the same exact thing at examples pod. And once again, if you can't spell it, then just leave it alone because we don't need you following. <laughs> <the page. laughs> I mean, not, I don't know any other way I can say it, but you know, and, and also, um, if you want to be on there, that's going to be a more interactive show, and um, it'd be dope if you if you know you know you get on there, you talk about you know your past breakups, mainly the ones that you couldn't get let go of. I think those are the ones that are more interesting because we're really trying to get down into the psyche of why people just don't want to let go of certain relationships, even though they know they should. And I mean, we're just trying to get to uh, get people to you know just be open because I feel like like I think Jay may feel this too talking things out and writing about things is therapeutic so you know it's it gives you a chance to get on here and talk about it we're not going to bash you we're not going to judge you but i mean hey you can be you can teach somebody something and 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 and, you know and at the same time you may have some epiphanies and and realize like you know what i'm gonna make sure that doesn't happen to me again in the in the future uh but yeah man examples pod it's coming uh shout out to keith that nice cast um follow him too yeah, follow him too. I mean, he 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 he's definitely more interactive on social media than Jay and I. Um, Jay, Jay and I keep it simple. Uh, but Nice Cast is, you know, he's he's definitely a personality. And um, yeah, man, you got anything, man? Say, hey, this was a great episode. We hit the time mark. I got my triple double. I'm good. You you did you did pull a nice little triple double. I I put up fifty. I I ain't, I ain't have too many assists, but I, I got I got my buckets. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. You need, maybe you need to drink some of that whiskey more often. <laughs> I still can't believe you just looked at me like that, dog. Golly. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization. People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. 
There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 